Good morning. How are we? Happy Saturday. So, I wanted to talk about what's the point today. I'll get straight in today. Because um, I posted, I got lots of good messages yesterday and feedback on it. I posted out yesterday on here, um, blog, email, about any sticking points, any obstacles that you're facing right now. And just a reply so I can create some stuff on it. Um, and that's exactly what we're going to do. So, Yesterday, some of the things came up with, you know, I can't seem to find the motivation to do things. Even though I know I need to do them, then I feel disappointed in myself for not doing them. And I totally get that. And what's the point? And the what's the point one was really interesting because in the same message from that person, they said, I've lost half a stone in four inches. Yet they're still seeing what's the point? Am I expecting too much? And this is in a sh quite a short space of time, actually. Um, and when you consider that like December... We had Christmas, we had then the lockdown, so the change. I would say that's significantly, a significant improvement. And if you consider that, you know, this is in our 28-day kickstart book in here, that losing just 5% of your starting weight lowers your cholesterol, reduces your risk of heart disease, stroke and diabetes, may even improve your sleep and energy levels. I would say that's significant. And consider that in their research, this is Director of Washington University Center of Human Nutrition, Samuel Klein. People who focused on simply losing the next 5% succeeded in 97% of the cases, whereas people who focused on losing more only succeeded 40% of the time. So are we sometimes just looking at that ideal? And I speak about this a lot, that ideal at the other end and forgetting where we, where how far we've come, where the confidence is to make sure that how do I get that next one? How do I get that next one? And something I always say is it's always day, just treat every day like it's day one. Now, I can say that, you know, we've all had good and bad days, right? And sometimes that can dictate our state, can dictate how we feel. Like throughout these lockdowns, there's been times where I've gone a bit more like, oh, is, is this the right thing to do? Like, you know, just moving into the new studio in Marlborough, um, pretty much agreeing to do that right on the first lockdown then the second lockdown was like four days three or four days after getting the keys to the new studio and devices lockdown um in there for a month open up december then um lockdown again but the thing is is they're just obstacles along the way and there's been loads of benefits and i spoke about this on um bbc wiltshire radio yesterday and you can that should be just below this video if you want to um, look at that. But I spoke about all the benefits and I've had some great feedback on that as well. Like um, Deborah mentioned, yeah, please don't. I love the online. Um, Sandra saying I love the online. So many ladies saying, you know, and I wouldn't be able to work with them maybe because of distance, maybe because of time commitments, what they normally do with their work. Maybe, and here's the interesting part, confidence. Like some people don't feel confident to come into a studio yet. So we can do it at home, we can coach them through it. Some people thought that technology was too much for them. Now, you know, like Kate, she said, I'll never use Zoom. Now she's, you know, fast forward, she's using Zoom, 30 pounds gone, ready to see her grandkids again. That's what's the point. And this is what I'm going to come on to. And I, I could go on to many reasons when I've felt a bit like, yeah, oh yeah. And, and sometimes it's, it's normally when I'm tired. And I'm able to do it. So, you know, I could look at things, you know, when I um, 
right at the start when I first started doing this, um, when trying to public speak, applying for PhDs, struggling to get a job um, straight after university because I always felt entitled to one, really. It's a talk for another day. Um, and we often kind of shame ourselves into feeling motivated. So we might shame ourselves by saying, I'm rubbish, I, why can't I do it? There's someone, they're, do, they're so much more motivated than me. Ever said that before? So we shame ourselves into doing something. But when that doesn't work, we then go into blame mode and we will blame others then. Oh, you know, it's my other household, they leave chocolates, kids leave chocolates there. And it does make it hard, of course. Um, you know, we could say it's, you know, from upbringing, finishing my meals, etc. But that's where we've got to get in the now. And this is why something I say all the time. If you're not keeping score of your habits, now I don't mean tracking your food necessarily on here. This could just simply be ticking off four things that you do, three things that you do, one thing you do, one thing that if you did today would make everything else unnecessary or easy. For me, if I work out pretty much, I don't actually have to worry about everything because I worry about one thing. If I get to bed by 10, that's very similar. Them too are like the key. My nutrition normally takes care of itself. Just because we shop relatively healthy, so the food choices in there, even if I am a bit lacking with my planning, are generally good. And by tracking them, you can you can separate facts from feelings. So no matter how good or bad I've been, I can just go, right, what's my food like? Did I do my fitness habit? Did I do my self-care? And the amount of times in our accountability challenge, so every morning I'm on, and I look at what the ladies have said they're going to do. Did they do them? Even when they say things like, oh, you know, this comes up a lot. I thought I was doing rubbish, but I actually did good. How amazing is that? Because they looked at the facts, not the feelings. You could feel like you're more likely to feel like you're doing rubbish on a Monday than a Friday. And consider this, like, if you do nothing, I actually want you to consider the point. Like, if you consider the alternative, if you didn't do anything, if you did nothing, then obviously the good news is that you don't have a fear of looking silly. And that's often the fear. But consider what the actual point is. What happens if you don't do it to your health, to your mood, energy, to your confidence, to those around you, loved ones? I could go on. And this might surprise you, but if you would have, if I would have listened to the voice in my head years ago that I wasn't good enough, I, I couldn't public speak, there's no way I'd be doing this video now, there's no way I'd be doing what I do, there's no way I'd be saying yes to lecturing at Oxford Brooks this month, next month now, next month, um, doing a talk for another university, I just wouldn't say, I just, I just, it just freaked me out too much and I wouldn't do it. Now I'm like, right, the radio yesterday, I, I wouldn't do it because now I'm like, how can I serve someone? How can I help someone? How can I spread a message that... Because what really gets me is there's so much rubbish out there. And this is how I get over a lot of my confidence stuff in the past, is there's so much rubbish, I get infuriated by that. How often, like, the stuff around nutrition and exercise, and I just remember that, that someone is maybe being misled, and if I just let my own insecurities take over, I'm doing that person a disservice. That helps me. And you've got to find what makes you happy, because I get very happy from doing that. I love getting messages. I love getting people results. I love seeing people go, oh, I just did my first session today. Da, da, da. I love seeing people saying, 
I'm still doing this. My husband can't even believe I'm still doing this. It surprised me. Now consider, who else? Who else is impacted by this? That'll be the point. What's the alternative? Anyway, I digress. Have a lovely Saturday. Any questions, let me know and speak soon.